I really do want to, um, you know, be a part of, because obviously it's not going to be one person that does it, but be a part of changing the global education system. That would be my absolute dream. I'm a really big sort of advocate for the sort of method of teaching where you don't give the facts to the children and expect them to internalize them, learn them and then get tested on them. I called it a tutor challenge and then you coined the phrase tutor-thon. I was like, well, that's stuck, hasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, as... um, as educators, um, it's not really a ladder that we're on anymore. You know, we're not just going into the classroom, climbing the ladder and leaving at the end and retiring. It's like a web, <laughs> you know. Welcome to the Qualified Tutor podcast. I'm your host, Ludo Miller, and I'll be interviewing tutors and thought leaders from across the tutoring landscape to inspire, inform, and motivate you to become the best tutor you can be. The Qualified Tutor Community is a safe and supportive space for tutors who love to learn and grow. We offer training, resources, ideas, and a chance to connect with like-minded tutors. If you'd like to continue the conversation... Join our Qualified Tutor Community at www.qualifiedtutorcommunity.org or find it in the show notes. Welcome to this special episode of the Qualified Tutor Podcast. Special because it is our final episode before the biggest event probably in Qualified Tutor's history, which is the Love Tutoring Festival coming up on Monday the 28th of June. Um, my name is Ludo Miller, uh, host and, and, and director of the Love Tutoring Festival, uh, and a huge welcome today to the quite incredible Lucy Spencer. Hey Ludo, how are you? Thanks so much for having me. Not a problem at all. And Lucy, amongst the most intense schedule that you've probably ever had, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Um, as many of you will know, Lucy is embarking on a on a unique, on a, on a pioneering, on, a, on an ambitious adventure this World Tutors Day, July the 2nd. Um, the world's first ever 24-hour tutor-thon in which Lucy will tutor uh, in 30-minute windows every hour for 24 hours to raise money for the charity Creating Better Futures, who we'll uh, find out a little bit more about in just a second. Um, Lucy is also founder of the Education Boutique and vice president um, of the Tutors Association uh, and has been tutoring internationally for well over five years now, um, which is longer than than most. Um, So this places Lucy in in an amazing position to understand the needs and and the cultures of students abroad, uh, as well as bringing her background in teaching to, to the tutoring profession. Now, today we will be diving into what World Tutors Day really means for tutors and students uh, all around the world and into what Lucy's hoping this extra special event will achieve in both the short and the long term. So, Lucy, there's a little introduction. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, As you know, as an avid listener of the Qualified Tutor podcast, as so many of you are, we start with a question every time. Yeah. Lucy, what is your why as a tutor? It's a small question, but with a big answer, right? (laughs) So yeah, thank you so much for that introduction as well. That's so kind of you. Um, So my why as an educator, well, I really want to change 
the education system, not just of the UK. I think when I started it, I really thought that it was just in the UK, but I really do want to, um, you know, be a part of, because obviously it's not going to be one person that does it, but be a part of changing the global education system. That would be my absolute dream to say that I felt like I had accomplished by the end of my uh, my career in education. Um, but also I think more in the short term, um, one thing I'm really passionate about is um, trying to forge like the change, like to empower people to actually see that a career in education is not split into a divide between classroom teaching and tutoring, that it's actually we're all educators and that we should all, um, you know, as educators be wanting to support the children um, and also then empowering people outside of the education industry to sort of look in and not see that divide, which I feel like, unfortunately, we're not quite there yet. Um, so, yeah. That, if that, that's, that's a wonderful why uh, <laughs> to, change, uh, to change education and, and you know, you're certainly very much on your way to doing that you've already changed the lives of, of, of hundreds of, of students Lucy so I guess um, really the world is, is your oyster and, and an event like the one that's coming up um, in on Friday the 2nd of July will go some way to putting you in a position to, to understand as I said the global needs you said there that you want to change the global education system for for to improve outcomes for for students um yeah and that has to start with an understanding of, of global tutoring um which is uh much much more possible these days than global teaching isn't it because teaching has to be done kind of normally in a classroom which is therefore limited to some extent by 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 geography but I think maybe like as well just to add on to that from what you said there as well is that it one of the big things for me is about um trying to empower people to like think globally so even if you are in a classroom your mind can still be you know thinking about concepts and ideas and innovating you know problem solving um you know anywhere in the world and so that's something that I really try as a as a, as a teacher as a tutor um to and as an educator to actually inspire my students to do because I'm a really big sort of advocate for the sort of method of teaching where you don't give the facts to the children and expect them to internalize them learn them and then get tested on them obviously there is a bit of a blur with you know because the curriculum is so test driven and so assessment focused that as a tutor you have to support children to achieve those goals um but really i i'm in my happy place when i'm really just inspiring children to become like free thinkers and really to challenge um concepts that they're being taught and told and you know that sort of critical analysis um that I do feel is kind of missing from so many parts of our curriculum um and so for me it's more about the energy of the sort of teacher and you know child relationship or educator and child relationship would be one of more you know working in tandem together um as opposed to you know the child having to sort of do what's being asked and as someone who works with um you know children with pda which is pathological demand avoidance syndrome where every demand we place on a child can cause extreme anxiety in their response um it's just a principle that i think just it allows us as educators to deliver high quality learning to all students just assuming that every time you ask for something to be done you know without a why or without a sort of um you, you're just you know there's so much sort of box ticking and you know things like that in education so that's one of the things that more you know sort of on a sort of deeper level I would love to you know inspire my students and teachers to do as well. 
Yeah, and if we can exactly, and if we can, as you say, inspire a new generation of tutors to to think and act like that, then we are preparing students for a world in which, exactly as you say, in which instead of giving answers or instead of expecting answers, because part of giving answers, therefore later on, is then expecting those answers to be given to you. Which, as we as we know, that's that's not really how the world works, isn't it? <laughs> no. just like they are in a classroom perhaps um so yeah no um really really um important point there um so a, a, a tutor-thon <laughs> um i i would suspect that a large proportion of our listeners couldn't tell you what that is so lucy please a, a tutor-thon what, what what's that well, Ludo, you're the one who made up the words. <laughs> it's, I should ask you this question. <laughs> I called it a tutor challenge and then you co- coined the phrase tutor-thon. I was like, well, that's stuck, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you just okay, well, that's, no, 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 I'll leave the answer. <laughs> no, that's perfect. Um, but no, it definitely came from you. So thank you for that. Um, but in terms of the, um, the concept of a World Tutors Day, to me, it's all about breaking boundaries, showing tutors, and and like well educators and learners and people in general that learning can go on doesn't matter where you are you know how much money your family has you know what what kind of location you're born in um you know high quality education thanks to technology and obviously we do have to now solve the problem of making sure everyone has access to this technology that's sort of something that obviously really as a as an industry we need to make sure that we're really championing but it's all about breaking boundaries. And so when I started thinking um, about something cool that I could do to mark, um, you know, the World Shooters Day on, on the 2nd of July, I was just like, yeah, I mean, it actually was the, the COVID experience that gave me the idea of it because during COVID, you know, so many of our, my clients are international and their schools closed, you know. So I was educating in you know in person with um a family and we were sort of going around all different places I was in like Dubai I was in Austria I was in Miami I was like all over the world but then I was educating children all over the world from there like and some days I would do 16 hours you know like you know of, of actual teaching um and so it's not too far of what I'm going to be doing on on the Friday. But that's, I think, what gave me uh, the idea for this uh, sort of challenge, just something to demonstrate the possibilities and the opportunities that educators have to um, be have a really f- a flexible and fulfilling career, you know, because actually, as um, as educators, um, it's not really a ladder that we're on anymore. You know, we're not just going into the classroom, climbing the ladder and leaving at the end and retiring. It's like a web, <laughs> you know. And um, so you can choose to be supply. You can be, um, you know, educating in a classroom. You can be an LSA, a Senko, a one-to-one, an educational consultant and a tutor. Um, you know, so for me, it's about just demonstrating um, the way online tutoring can allow you that flexibility. So it kind of seemed like the perfect fit. Yeah. So so you're, you're going to be tutoring across multiple time zones, uh, of yes. course, throughout the 24 hours. Yes. Um, and uh, the 24 hours will be starting at, at uh, midnight um, British Standard Time. Is, is that right? Yes, that's correct. It's British Standard Time, 12 in the morning to 12 at night. Yeah. Okay, so... I guess one of the biggest questions that um, not just I have, but many people will have is how, how have you managed to find the clients or to find the students for a 24 hour period? 
It's a really good question. Um, well, I, it wasn't actually a big task at all. It sounds like maybe there was a lot more work in it, in it than actually there was. So I won't pretend that it was a really arduous task and well done me for doing it uh my I just looked down my client list you know and I'm you know I work with families who are quite transient around the world and so actually for me looking down the list it was yes you know you've got a few crossover countries where you've got a couple of clients in you know sort of certain hot spots and areas where there are lots of uh, a real want for um you know um for tutoring um but yeah, it was just through like client lists. And yes, okay, um, you know, I did um, say to a couple of people, hey, and if you, you know, if you've got any, um, you know, these are the countries that I'm ticking off so far, if you know anyone in any other countries, um, and you wouldn't mind passing me on, and they wouldn't mind having a little lesson with me on this day um, to help me tick off some more countries, then that's great. But actually, the six continents were just done through my um, my own client list and unfortunately we can't do Antarctica I you know th- and this is this is showing a mis- misconception for my own geographical understanding I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and pretend that this wasn't the case I actually thought that there was only six continents in the world I didn't think Antarctica was its own one and I think that is kind of a common misconception so there we go it's also allowed me to grow and learn something <laughs> with yeah. my own geographical knowledge yeah, as well tutor. yeah exactly the international tutor who's not heard of Antarctica as a continent <laughs> I know isn't that awful but anyway well, there we go we're there <laughs> you don't want perhaps you don't want students in Antarctica we know obviously that it's uh, oh I do because then I can say that I've done seven continents it's a a climate sensitive area of course (laughs) true Um, um, but no but one day we will find we will find a student who needs a bit of help with their work yes or maybe we can just you know cajole someone flying to Antarctica so I can do a lesson with them or maybe I'll go and do maybe that's the idea for next year maybe I'll go and do do the tutathon from Antarctica there we go (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay so so you were able to fill out you know um in terms of the the complexities of this event actually you know finding um students to fill each of those half an hour windows was maybe not necessarily the, the, the trickiest part so I guess another one of the the areas that that people may assume that this is going to be, you know, one of the ways in which this is going to be a very uh, arduous event is is that you know you're going to be doing half an hour sessions. Uh, sorry, yeah, half an hour sessions, um, half an hour on, half an hour off. Can you just talk a little bit more about that structure? What what does half an hour on, half an hour off really mean for for your teaching? Yeah, I mean, I had to look at how I thought I would actually be able to function in my own self at the best during the time, because obviously I want the lessons to still be fantastic and, you know, engaging. Um, So that was the way that I thought was best um I didn't want it to be an hour on an hour off because an hour is quite a long time you know like you know having an hour of sleep or doing some exercise or whatever that's actually quite a long time so I didn't really see that as so much of a challenge because I've done 12 hours of tutoring in a day before and you know so to me that wasn't really so much of a challenge so I thought you know I did think about maybe doing 45 minutes and 15 minutes, but I thought, you know what, that's going to take its toll by the end of the day. I don't really think that's so sensible. And it's very important just to mention that I'm not trying to glamorize overworking because I do know that that's a really sensitive, you know, subject within the industry and everything. And I'm really not, you know, I, I really do genuinely just love teaching and tutoring. It doesn't sap my energy. Um, I really don't think it's, 
Oh yeah, don't know. You don't know what your body is going to, how your body's going to react to something that you've never done before. Right. But, um, I know that I just get this real buzz when I'm teaching. And so you get the adrenaline is probably going a little bit. And, um, you know, when you get that sort of satisfying feeling when the child's really understood something or you're doing, a, you know, it's important to say, I'm not just going to be teaching children. I'm also going to be, you know, coaching as well sometimes. So, um, you know, when you're coaching adults or teaching English as additional, as an additional language, um, it's a real buzz, you know, when they're happy and when they're like, oh yeah, I really get it now. So kind of, I think it's going to be fine. How many of those are you going to get? You need to keep a tally of how many. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I think, um, one of the other things that someone was saying to me the other day is like, you can, you know, you should be thinking about, um, how many times how much time you're talking and how much time your learners are talking because that will then obviously demonstrate the fact that you your teaching method is more about the the students like as as sort of you facilitating rather than always being you know talk and chalk kind of thing um so I think that's also an interesting thing I'm going to see if there's any way that we can collate that data as well (laughs) yeah there's there's ample opportunity for for (laughs) data collection isn't there there's so much that we could learn about the patterns of, of tutoring online and, and how different you know students in different areas of the of the world you know how they view tutoring what the attitudes towards it you know how yeah. much they talk exactly as, as you say how much they want you know worksheets and compared to how much they want discussion you know that kind of thing um so some really are all of the events going to be recorded Lucy? No, not all of them, because just because of some of my clients, you know, sensitive, like um, sort of the nature of like our relationship, you know, I have NDAs with some people. So there's going to be some that are going to be live. I'm going to be doing all different styles of lessons. So um, a couple of my lessons, I am doing one one hour lesson actually later on in the day. Um, And so that's at 5.30 p.m. British Standard Time until 6.30. And that's actually going to be... um, broadcast live um into a facebook group that has like thirteen thousand members it's the um 11 plus iseb sats gcse and a level resource group that's the um the one that i'm an admin of it's a really fantastic group where lots of free content goes out and um so yeah i'm doing a lesson with my usual students and it's done via zoom webinar so the children can't be seen you know it's like it's it's very safe um to then broadcast that because no one can actually interact or see any of the children's names or data or anything like that um so it just means that then I'm going to get even more students that I've supported and and that's gonna be really cool as well um I'm doing like a a thing for QT you know on the 10 o'clock aren't I and um there's going to be some interesting things along where I'm going to do a tutoring a tutor coaching session which details of that are going to go out um at the end of this week as well that people can sign up for again for free but obviously with a hope that they would make a donation to creating better futures yes okay so a couple points there first of all the link to that facebook group the 11 plus facebook group will be in the show notes below for anyone listening so you can watch that uh, lucy's live hour-long session at 5 30 p.m bst on friday the 2nd of july but just as importantly you mentioned just towards the end there the charity that you'll be raising money for so yes you talk a little bit more about um creating better futures and why you're raising money for them in, in particular 
Yeah, absolutely. So Creating Better Futures is a local charity to me. It's based in Reading um, in Berkshire. Um, they are, well, their mission is to lift orphans and vulnerable children in Africa out of poverty through education, through access to high quality education. So to me, it just seemed the absolute perfect fit. The work they do is absolutely amazing and inspiring. And I would really love to go and visit some of the projects that they do out there in the future. Dorothy, if you're listening, that would be fantastic. Um, <laughs> um, but also Dorothy and Michael, who are the charity uh founders they're just so they're 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 sort of family friends of ours now at education boutique um and it the work they do is just so inspiring um dorothy is just like i heard her speak once and i was just like blown away by her passion and her dedication um and you know particularly a lot of the students that they support are in zimbabwe um and that's an area where you know they really do need the help um but the work ethic of the children is just so incredible um and the way they value education i just think the students in the uk um if they could see that and if they could see how um children who don't aren't born into access to this high quality education system that they take for granted how how valuable it is to them i think it would really open some people's eyes to you know what an amazing like lucky position um we are in here in the uk yeah exactly and then you know students and parents in the uk being able to tune into this tutorthon will be able to keep up to date with you know the, the kind of sessions you're having around the world and, and as you say if 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 the only thing that's achieved through this is that we you know those who witness this event are given a greater worldly view and are yeah. able to see education in an international light, then that would be a real success, let alone the money that you raise and the kind of yeah. inspiration you give to other tutors to, to jump online and to, and to take their services kind of abroad. And and the crazy thing is that like one pound um, feeds a child for a whole week. Um, so if we're aiming to raise £2,400, um, that's going to enable, you know, 2,400 children to have food for a week or, you know, you can change it to whatever, you know, about 50 children for a year. You know, it's going to be incredible um, just to, and I think some of my students, when I've shared that fact with them, have been so shocked. They're like, but I spend a pound at the sweet shop, you know, or whatever. And they're just like, yeah. (laughs) So maybe, (laughs) you know, no, Um, the children can keep their their pounds for their sweets. But at the same time, it's it's just a really um, quite shocking, I think, fact that you know that that can that that support can be offered to these children for so little um when we all have so much yeah and and you can find again god the, the, the show notes are going to be absolutely packed <laughs> find the show notes uh, you can find the just giving link to lucy's um sponsored tutorthon uh, in the show notes as well uh, which the, the proceeds will be going to towards creating better futures. And, and there's some really stark numbers there that, that, that Lucy gave that should um, give you some encouragement to, to, to join in and, and, and follow uh, the 24 hours and, and follow creating better futures um, in the future, as it were. This summer, join us for the first ever Love Tutoring Festival, a celebration of tutoring in all its aspects, We invite you to bring all your experience and expertise to make this event the most exciting event to ever happen in the world of tutoring. The festival, 
running from Monday the 28th of June to Friday the 2nd of July, is a rich and varied programme of free events, keynote presentations, workshops, live podcasts, and practical demonstrations spread out over a whole week. And don't worry, everything will be recorded. So as long as you're enrolled, we'll give you access to any of the events that you miss later on. We're also offering a limited number of tickets for our famous CPD accredited workshops. If you purchase a ticket to any or all of these practical and engaging workshops, you'll also receive a certificate of completion after the event. To register for the free pass and to grab your CPD tickets, go to qualifiedtutor.org forward slash love tutoring festival. Lucy, we've talked a good deal there about um, the, the, more of the details of the event, about your, your objectives um, for the event and for reasons why you're, 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 you're running uh, this day. I would like to hit you now with a question which uh, perhaps will be slightly difficult to answer than how many countries will you be tutoring. But <laughs> I'd love to know, what, what would success look like for you at the end of, of, that, of, of the 24 hours of this tutorial? Yeah, that's such a good question. Um, so I guess success is a really interesting word because like for so many people associate it to, you know, hit like especially in business, right? And I, I'm constantly surrounded by people who want to put metrics on things and want, you know, what, what's this going to look like? I mean, for me, it goes back to my why as an educator. If it helps us as the tutoring industry, just kind of like make a bit of positive noise about the good that we can do. And, you know, that's brilliant to the outside world to just sort of showcase what we can do. From a teacher and tutor point of view or an educator, um, my preferred term, um, kind of point of view, I would say just to show them that I'm just, you know, I'm just a teacher. You know, I left teaching five and a half years ago and I had not a single client. I charged £10 for my first ever two clients for an hour of tutoring. And, you know, and now I've got clients all over the world. And so if you're really passionate about what you do and you forget about what other people are doing, you don't compare yourself to other people because that's one of the worst things you can do as an educator. You sort of panic yourself into just almost not doing things you know because you're so worried about how it'll be perceived or but you know I just think staying true to yourself as an educator and doing what you love like people are just gonna you know warm to that and and then you can just keep doing what you love so what's you know what's what's the bad thing about that so I think just showing those people because I think there's probably a lot of tutors and a lot of teachers who don't even know that this is possible um and so for me it seems like oh you know I just kind of chat to my the, the clients I have and get 23 countries in 24 hours. And But some people would be really surprised. And I know this because I speak to them and even my friends and family members and things. They're like, you you teach abroad? You know, what, what do you mean? Like, what is, I mean, no one can ask what is Zoom. But, you know, two yeah. years ago, if I if I'd said that I taught people in different countries, um, people wouldn't have known what Zoom was. People wouldn't have known how that was even possible. They'd assume it was just me and, you know, like a, 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 like a face-to-face Zoom call where yeah. you just talk someone through, you hold up a whiteboard or, yeah, you know. Phone call, yeah. 
and yeah, we still do have, um, you know, people saying, oh, will it be like a WhatsApp video call? No, it will not. <laughs> you know, like my, my style of teaching will be like, we'll be like under the water in a 360 experience. And like, there'll be a shark that will come up and then we'll do some creative writing about it or something, you know? So I just think just awareness, that would be the key thing for me. And hopefully I can get through it and my lessons on an absolute shambles. I mean, it's a bit of, um, putting myself on the line a little bit because at 5 30 in the evening I'm going to be doing an hour-long lesson online live where anyone can tune in so it's kind of a little bit like I'm probably most nervous about that one because if I'm tired then um <laughs> you know I'm gonna have to yeah that that, that potentially might be career suicide people might um, see that I'm a terrible person <laughs> terrible teacher and a half hours in <laughs> I, you know what I'm actually I'm I'm more worried about the tutors who are coming out the students who are coming after that actually because I think that will probably drain the energy but no because that, that'll be that'll be you'll, you'll pick up again into into the, the evening. yeah yeah hopefully <laughs> um, I, I've hopefully got people here again to be bringing coffee I have a coffee subscription at a um at Pret and so I've got lots of people here like oh well I'll, I'll like go and get you your coffee and bring it to your house and whatever so I'm all good. Powered by prep. <laughs> exactly. There's, there's the tagline. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Well, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm very much in awe of what you're doing. And I, and I know many, many other people are too, Lucy. There's um, not only the, 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 as you say, the kind of the physical and the mental side of doing it 24 hours of teaching, but there's also all the work you've put in around this to, to give context to this and to make people aware of, of why you're doing it and, and, and what it can achieve rather than just saying, you know, I, I did this or, you know, I, I tutored six countries in a day, look at me. So th- th- there's so much background to this. It's about opening the eyes of students and, 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 and other learners um, that online and international tutoring and educating is very much here and very much to stay and very much the future. So thank you very much, Lucy. Um, that was an excellent overview. I know you enjoyed talking about it. There's a, there's a really broad smile <laughs> on my face here that, that unfortunately our podcast listeners can't see. <laughs> I'm sure you can picture it. It's, um, it's wonderful to see. And, and of course, you can catch Lucy at the Love Tutoring Festival, not only on the Friday when she'll be delivering um, a half an hour session um, in, in the morning, but also on the Thursday morning, Thursday the 1st of July, as part of the small group online tutoring CPD accredited workshop alongside Julia and alongside Holly Billinghurst so that's going to be a wonderful event um, given that so many people nowadays do both those things group teaching uh, and online teaching so um, those are the two places you can catch Lucy you can also catch her on the education boutique website um, on the 11 plus admin and, and resource group on, on Facebook um, on uh, the World Tutors Day link, uh, the Just Giving page. There's so many places. They'll all be in the show. LinkedIn, notes. LinkedIn. And on Clubhouse, which is on YouTube. Ah, yes. App. So, um, so many places to find out about Lucy, but none better than the Qualified Tutor Podcast. So, thank you, Lucy. Thank you so much, Ludo. And thank you all uh, for listening. The next episode will be the first episode of the Love Tutoring Festival on Monday, the 28th of June, followed by three consecutive late night live podcasts after that on Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. So see you all then. uh, And thanks very much again for listening. And I hope to see you at the Love Tutoring Festival. Cheerio. Thanks for listening to the Qualified Tutor Podcast. 
where tutors share their expertise to support the tutoring community. If you'd like to continue the conversation, join our Qualified Tutor community at www.qualifiedtutorcommunity.org or find it in the show notes below. We exist to connect, share and learn with you because tutoring is a small job that makes a big difference.